how old were you when you moved to L.A.? 23. Did you know anyone here? One guy. How much money did you have? Ooh, less than 500 bucks. Where did you live when you first got here? Uh, on my buddy's couch in Santa Monica with my girlfriend. And what was your first job in L.A.? Uh, I was a, a cocktail server at a jazz club in downtown Los Angeles. Nice. What was your initial impression of L.A.? Oh, just flesh everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> How many years did it take you to get your first job in the industry? About six months. How many years did it take you of living in L.A. until you felt like it was home? It's definitely home now. It, w it, it was 10 years probably before it felt like home. Home. If you had to sum L.A. up in one word, what would it be? Unrelenting. Josh Stolberg is a film director, a writer, and a producer. After graduating from USC Film School, he's been living in Hollywood and working in the movie business for the last 20 years. Josh wrote and directed the films Kids in America, Crawl Space, and Conception, starring Julie Bowen, Connie Britton, and Sarah Hyland. He also wrote Piranha 3D, Saw 8, and Good Luck Chuck. We are so excited to get to talk to Josh today. Oh, <laughs> for that's sure. Great. So we're so excited to have you here with us today. Yeah. I'm excited to be here. Hey, Thank you so Josh much. The, the, the pearls amazing. of wisdom that we are going to get from you today I are know. just so many, we know. Well, let's hope. <laughs> yeah, a lot of pressure. <laughs> Set me up to fail I, I, horribly. I want to do that right at the top of our <laughs> podcast, so it's, it's already established. Get ready for the pearls. Yeah, for the pearls. <laughs> so we like we just would love to hear your your getting here story. You know, what made you come to LA? What were your hopes and dreams initially? Kind of those beginning stages of your journey here. Yeah, well, I graduated from University of Vermont in Burlington, Vermont, um, with a theater uh, degree. Um, thought I was going to be an actor when I moved out here, mm -hmm. although I had already been directing and writing at the same time. Um, I moved out. I did a theater summer stock, uh, acted in a theater company in Vermont before packing up the car and moving out to Los Angeles with my girlfriend at the time, uh, Tracy Richards. Hi, Tracy. And I lived on my buddy's couch, a guy named Michael Gillis, who I went to college with. He had moved out the year before me. You and Tracy were on that yeah, couch? Yeah, yeah, oh for about God. two weeks uh -huh. living. And that's, I, I guess I should explain the flesh uh, uh -huh. because, I, because I grew up in Vermont you were lucky to see somebody's neck in yeah, Vermont because yeah. everybody was like always wearing so much clothes. And I moved to Santa Monica, which was just, oh my God, right. you walked out the door and it was just girls in bikinis yeah. and men and Muscle Beach, just yeah. gigantic guys lifting weights on the beach. It was just insane. Yeah. Um, so, uh, and then Tracy and I found an apartment uh, in Hollywood and that was my first apartment uh, in on Cherokee in in Hollywood, California. Was it kind of a rude awakening to come from Vermont to LA or was it mostly it was, exciting and It was new? very exciting and new. I it was something that I had dreamt about for a really long time. I had done a ton of research on it. So 
I had a, I, 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 it, it, it did not feel like I was jumping into a brand new world. Um, that said, it's a different world. The, like yeah. the, the mm-hmm. apartment building that I was living in, uh, it was right next to the Guitar Institute. So it was just a, this constant influx of musicians and crazy looking people yeah. taking the <laughs> elevator up. It's it's a it's a it's L.A. is a wonderful wonderful place to live. There are just so many different kinds of people. Um, so but true. It's yeah. uh, it's like you said. It's exciting. It's a, it's yeah. a great place to it's be. It's a world unto itself. For yeah. sure. Yeah. I remember seeing a person at a bus stop with a dummy of themselves next to them within the first week that I got here. And I was just like, what am I doing? Or the best thing is when you see somebody's face on a bus stop and the person sitting on, like they're like using the bus stop to advertise themselves and they're sitting there. Yeah, exactly. Oh, crazy. I would love to jump right in and talk a little about, I, I know Josh pretty well and happy to say and your work ethic is one I think that's really serious and really yeah no it's true and how you kind of approach that because I think that I mean you're a director obviously but I think that crosses you know all the all the we all have to have a strong work ethic or at least try to I suppose but how do you approach that what's your kind of rule for yourself or well I I thank you for saying that Mm -hmm. I, I mean I do feel like I work very hard I wind up getting uh, getting myself involved in a ton of projects at the same time. And mm-hmm. I feel like that usually helps me. Mm-hmm. I like being able to bounce around from uh, from writing this particular script and prepping this particular movie. Uh, it, it's, uh, it's, it's a way to fight creative blocks mm-hmm. um, because once you find yourself hitting a wall with one project, you can just turn that off, jump up to the, jump into the next one, yeah, which is, which yeah. is, um, great for me. But, uh, you know, I, you know, I grew up in a, in a, in a, in a household that really, my, my dad had, you know, 20 different jobs and my mm-hmm. mom worked full time and it really felt like you wake up and you get your work done mm-hmm. and you spend a lot of time on it. Um, so that's kind of, you know, the, the, where I, I think I got that energy from. Mm-hmm. Well, it's interesting too, cause you said before you came out you here, you were already doing a bunch of research to kind of figure out the lay of the land, which yeah, clearly yeah. goes well, right into well, work ethic. One of the funny things that I did when I first moved out here, which, which may help, uh, I, I think some of your listeners, cause I, as I said, I wanted to be an actor when I first moved out here. So there was a, there was a, uh, a publication called Backstage. Yeah. I don't know, is it's it still? still there. Oh, it's still there. Okay. Yep. Oh, yeah. So, so, <laughs> so you, you would go through Backstage and try to find uh, movies, like little indie films, like the big movies, like Transformers isn't advertising right. in, in, exactly. in, in, in Backstage, but all these indie movies were. So I got out here, I had no idea what to do about pictures and resumes, so I put an ad in Backstage. I paid whatever it was, 20 bucks to put an ad, a listing into Backstage. And I put two, two for two actors, it, actually for, for Tracy too, I did two boys and two girls. And we, I kind of did uh, for a character that was kind of like me, but maybe a little cooler and then kind of like me, but a little bit dorkier and exactly my age bracket. 
and to see what pictures I would get back in. Oh my god! Just to see what the photos would look like. That's so smart. No idea. Yeah. But here's the bad thing: is I felt really bad afterward (laughs) because this was before uh, electronic digital submissions. So all these people were sending you their. I got thousands, 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 thousands. The the mailman would come with boxes. Boxes of Manila envelopes. Oh my god! By the end, I I had I I had so many paper cuts from opening up these envelopes, and I piled them in these huge stacks in my living room, and I actually had them for years afterward. I felt horrible because all of these people were submitting for a movie that did not exist, but it was a great way for me to see what kinds of what what pictures resumes look like. It was your research. Um, It was my research project. Yeah, very smart. Um, And and that was also one of the first times that I was really disheartened with acting as well. When you just saw how many people want to do it, and this is not to say. Don't this is it. not to say don't do it. It's just to say make sure that you that you have your head on straight when you yeah. uh, attack it because otherwise you're just gonna yeah. It's, yeah yeah. Did you find that the headshots that you saw really looked like a certain type? The yeah, type there you were, were there for, were definitely you you could definitely tell the people who had gone to a professional photographer and who had their roommate take the picture right. Um, <laughs> and you could see you know obviously you guys know that it goes in in stages so. At the time, there might have even been people sending what are they called, like Z cards, or yeah, yeah. or, or where yeah. you have like a picture of yourself as a fireman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Called, like composition or something. Yeah, like composite yeah, photo. yeah. But you don't really don't see those Nobody anymore. 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 And yeah. at the time, yeah. it was a lot of black and white photos, yeah. and now it's all color. Oh, right, right. Which makes so much more sense. It made it really made no sense to me why you would why actors would use black and white right images you just look so broody and yeah exactly exactly yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) so that was my that was my kind of breaking in story as far and and after that I wound up my buddy Michael Gillis who lived in 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 Santa Monica he got cast in a movie and then couldn't do it so he gave me the part because they were like a, a week away from shooting and it was a it was like a starring role in this uh, Korean movie with uh, this woman named Kong Soo-yeon, who is like the, the the Julia Roberts of Korea. Oh, my God. And I got to play her kind of What ass. is this movie oh called? Oh, my God. I just saw the photo. <laughs> we actually, need, I actually just your... put a photo <laughs> yeah. up, and it's hysterical. We all I, need to see it's this it's on, my, it's on my It's on my Twitter feed. Uh, and his, and, what's and, the name of the uh, movie? It's called Western Avenue. And oh. I was horrible. I can't like, wait. I to was see it. absolutely. <laughs> I it, I was brutally bad, and it was the it was my realization that I'm not going to be an actor anymore. Because um, you were bad, or because you just didn't enjoy the process. Um, of I it. love the process, yeah. and you know, I still I, I love acting. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I'm not as good as other people that look like me. I'm, so I'm sure that's not true. I'm going to watch Western Avenue and then I oh, will decide. If you I think you, that's you, true. you will write about. to me and say, good choice. Good choice. Um, on the subject of headshots, yeah. I'd love to stay on that subject for a minute and talk about it from the other perspective, which is yeah. you as a director. And are there things, you know, when you're, cause obviously you're looking when you're directing something, yeah you're getting those same stacks of headshots or, you know, perhaps yeah. they're on the computer nowadays or whatever, but are there things that stand out to you? Like when, as you say, cause I think it still stands true today. Like sometimes it's a professional and sometimes it's somebody's roommate taking the pictures. 
do you care when you're looking at the headshots? Like, does that? Yes. Okay. So I, what- I, def- I, I definitely care. I'm definitely looking for someone that feels natural. Mm-hmm. As soon as you see somebody kind of posed in a very, very unnatural way, mm-hmm. I feel like there is a there is an effort going into it. And mm-hmm. what you're looking for in an actor is effortlessness. Mm-hmm. That's really God, what because you're looking for someone that's can that can that can become that role. Mm-hmm. Um, at least in my material, mm-hmm. I am. I'm looking for, for for an actor that feels like they disappear into the role. Mm-hmm. Um, so that starts with the picture because you can really get a sense of if someone feels like this is an act or whether they're very very natural. So that's that's the first thing oh, that, God, I'm, that I'm that I'm kind of looking for. Uh, you know, obviously, of course, above all, you're looking for the 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 image that feels like it captures whatever you're casting. I feel like sometimes it's a mistake to to go too glam and too mm. crazy beautiful right. with things because unless you're casting that one role if you're if you're making yourself look in, in a way where it's you're, you're you're turning yourself into an ingenue yeah. you better be that ingenue yeah. when you walk mm-hmm. into the door yeah. for your for your for your calling yeah. if you're not that show that you're not that because most of There's, the roles right. are for normal people. Right, right, right. Um, so that's the other thing that I'm kind of looking for. I'll turn the the uh, picture over or look on the online to see what their credits are. That's always really interesting to me. Uh-huh. You know, you're obviously looking for someone that has some experience. Or if they don't have experience, it's clear that they've studied and that they care about the craft. Uh-huh. The last thing I want to do when I turn over a picture and resume is read you know, 12 commercials, uh-huh. because mm-hmm. that says to me that I'd, I'd rather see 12 plays, uh, right. you know, because it really means that they've made an effort to to learn the craft of acting, not just right. trying to be on TV. Right. Because you're it, not, an, you don't want to be an acting teacher on the no, set. You want to, right. Yeah. You want to, yeah. I have, I have two questions yeah. actually, now that you said that. Well, one is I just, I love that you said you're looking for people because we get a lot of questions, especially from women about their looks and about their weight and about, am I to this or am I to that? Or am I not enough this? Or am I not enough this to move to LA? Yeah, no, no. In my, my feeling is you have to embrace what you are and, and. So true. Yeah. Throw that forward because that's, again, you can't, you can hide it in a photograph. You can you you can be one sixty and mm-hmm. make your photograph look like you're one ten. Yeah. And then you show up in the right. audition, and it's not it's it's not that the director or the producer has something against somebody that's one sixty. It's just that they thought when right. they looked at the photo you were one ten. Right. right. So and it goes the opposite way also. Yeah. You know. So. Yeah, no, I, I feel I, I want real people. I, that's 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 what you're hoping for. Yeah. And it's so nice to hear, even though yeah. we I think I think there's like some deep, deep, deep down part inside of us that kind of knows that. But it's yeah. nice to get that reinforced because it is true. That is a little bit of the message that you hear yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Um. I also just I'm curious in terms of. Who, when you're getting these headshots, yeah. are there certain casting directors that you work with specifically? Um, I or- work with different casting directors depending upon what movie I'm making. Okay. And it's usually, it depends upon the budget level of the film. So for instance, I've made a couple, I made a couple of, uh, of um, 
digital films where they're, you know they're going straight to the internet. And at the time, there was a casting director that I used uh, uh, named Yessi uh, Ramirez, who at the time was struggling and not struggling, but working her way up the ladder. Right. And I had her. And then last year, she wound up casting the film that almost won the, or the film that won the Academy Award. Uh, uh, Moonlight. Moonlight. Yeah. So oh, she cast Moonlight. Mm-hmm. And now. That's awesome. Now, she's not struggling. Now she's not <laughs> now, struggling. Now she's doing very all. well. <laughs> but, but there's a perfect example of, yeah. you know, you're, you're all in the same boat together mm-hmm. and, and you're, you're working hard for no money and, but you make those kinds of connections and now she's, She's gonna have an incredible career. Yeah. I think. I think I read in the trades the other day that she had taken over casting for either uh, Sony or maybe Fox. Like she became like the head casting director over there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, it's crazy. the cream really does rise to the top, doesn't it? I it, mean, it don't does. you? It's yeah, it people does. talk about that a lot out here, and that like you 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 meet people along the way. Yeah. That you kind of just have a sense. You know, I I got to work with Rain Wilson many many years ago, as yeah. you know, yeah. and. I remember everybody on set being like, this guy's kind of special, yeah, you know, yeah, like something's yeah. going to, you know, yeah. I, I just think like it's, and like this casting director, like you saw something special in her, which is why you hired her yeah. for your, you know, digital film or whatever. And then like, yeah, but you, you see a lot of that, like where you work with people and you kind of know who's, who's going places. Uh, yeah, I, think. I agree. I, I will push back on that slightly for actors. Yeah. I feel like, Yes, A- acting no, you're is, right. is is one of those careers that you can be incredible, yeah, and really struggle. You're right. I feel like a lot of times for writing, especially, eventually, if you're a great writer, eventually you're gonna get an opportunity. You're, yeah. you're gonna make a living. But like you know, I'm you know Jen, I'm married to yeah. an actor, and yeah. she's incredible. Incredibly she's an talented. Incredibly yeah. in- talented actress, and yet she struggles like most actors yeah. in Los Angeles. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She gets great opportunities sometimes, but she, you know, I, uh, it, it's frustrating to me that she doesn't have, you know, she's not the lead in every movie in the world yeah. because I think she's really, really special. But what it shows is you've got to be persistent. You've got to, yeah. you've got, you've got to put, know that you, you might be putting a lot of time into it. Yeah. Um, And also know that it's not, it's not your fault, you know, yeah. it's, it's just, what the business is. A lot yeah. of it is who you know and where you are at whatever mm-hmm. time. And it's one of the reasons I think to be in Los Angeles is because it's the only place maybe here in New York where you're going to make the kind of connections that you're going to have those opportunities kind yeah. of. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a really good point. And, and, and talking about kind of connections and, and how that works. I mean, that's another thing that, that you're very good at, you know, you've got a great social media presence and that's something like, you know, that, that never came naturally for me, actually. So, me neither. yeah, that's always been something it's hard. that's kind of hard. I think for it's me. hard for a lot of. We were at a, a event this weekend and we were ta- talking to a lot of actors. Um, and we ta- every I noticed every time I would talk about social media, I thought, yeah. oh, it's not just me. Like, their eyes are glazing over too. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah. you know, I yeah. think it's for yeah. all of us that are, you know, that, that grew up feeling like artists and then somebody starts talking to you about, you know, you got to market and you got to, you know, it's, it's a hard thing to do. And is that where you're going with it? No, it it is a hard thing to do. And I would argue that it's part of the business now. And there's no, there's no, 
you can you can push back on it. Like I know Jen, you don't have a Facebook page. I don't have a Facebook um, page. But but <laughs> but speak LA. Does. Um, yes, but speak LA does. Speak LA does. Um, but that said you 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 acknowledge it constantly yes. like when we talk about it, you acknowledge yeah. the fact that all right I don't do this yeah. but I know I should yeah. and you know it's just become part of it's part it's part of what you need to do and, yeah. and honestly I've been in meetings with executives and they'll say oh how many followers do they have how many yeah. engaged followers and it's not that yeah. you can wow. it's not that you can go to Twitter and you can buy your followers cuz you can do that like I can pay 1999 and tomorrow have 10,000 followers. Right. The problem is they're all bots and they don't do, they don't engage in your page. Mm-hmm. So not only are they looking at to see how many followers you have, they're looking at the engagements. So some people you'll look online and they'll have a million followers and you're like, "Holy crap, that person's right. popular." Right. Yeah. And then you look at their last 20 posts and there's one like and it's them. Right. They liked every single one of their <laughs> of their posts. That would be me. <laughs> so you've got to, like you've got to. So for instance, one of the things that I do, and I don't have tens of thousands. I have a few thousand people, but they're engaged. And, and I engage them by trying to post things that might be interesting. And I do giveaways on my, on my Twitter feed. I'm always, I just finished a book. I just gave away a book last week. I, uh, I, I, it, it's you want to engage with them actively in order to keep them, yeah. uh, you know, there. So tell us what you like, what because I think this is really helpful to actors. Like, what, how, how often are you posting? Like, how, you know, do you spend ten percent of your work time on this? Like, what's sort of your? I'll, I'll role? go. I'll yeah. hop on four times a day and mm-hmm. try to do one post per mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. I don't. I try not to. To you know, because look, that can be a rabbit hole. Of, yeah. Oh, yeah. energy of energy yeah. that is never comes back and it doesn't matter it's not the most important thing some people find that that they spend too much time on that yeah. um but it's important and you know hop on four times a day and don't kill yourself but try to write back to people try mm-hmm. to you know for instance on twitter what i'll do since i'm a screenwriter and director i usually engage more with the screenwriters and i'll type in a keyword screenwriting and i'll take a look at the list and I'll just start scrolling through the screenwriting posts. I did it today. Like if you went to my Twitter page right now, you'd see that I wrote back to maybe three people who had posted something about screenwriting. I write back, mm-hmm. hopefully something interesting to them. Mm-hmm. Somebody was writing, oh, I'm trying to write a screenplay about a, a sci-fi movie that doesn't use special effects. And there's a movie called Primer that I love. And it was a great science fiction film for no money and no special effects. So I wrote, hey, you should check out Primer. Uh So you're engaging and and then that person's going to be a fan of yours for a while. And and support. Exactly, exactly. And how do you, how do you, maybe this wasn't difficult for you, but in terms of the fact that clearly you are very good at the business side, I mean, coming out here and already putting a post in for a movie that you created, <laughs> it's pretty incredible, just saying. Yeah. Pretty devious. <laughs> pretty devious. <laughs> but then, you know, I think what's tricky is getting that, combining the artistry yeah, yeah. with the business. Yeah. Um, Mentally. That, yeah. That That's, you, 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 you've got to combine them. You've got to know that that's, that's your job. Yeah. So for instance, when I go to meetings now, um, whether as a director or a writer, I'll, I have in my, on my phone or on my computer, in my address book, every single time I have a meeting with someone, um, if I'm meeting with a producer, 
when after, as soon as I walk out of the office, I write down into my address book everything we talked about. Mm, if so they're good. a Lakers fan, if they've got two kids, if their wife is a cook mm-hmm. or their husband is a, a, a golfer, like mm-hmm. whatever the thing is, I write it down in its entirety. So the next time I wind up seeing that person, I'm able to say, oh, hey, uh, you know, how's your, yeah. your, your golfing husband, husband doing? Right. Yeah, yeah. And it's just part of what you do because if yeah. you don't do that then you don't get the opportunities on the artistic side because you're not making those connections and and um creating a bond between you and uh and the pro- the producers or directors or writers really or smart actors. really smart yeah, jonathan smart. silverman talked about wishing he had done that you know he's yeah, had such a yeah. long career and obviously it hasn't hurt him because he's done very well but he was like if i could do one thing over yeah, yeah. i'd go back and keep track of everybody I met with. And that's a really good, especially for actors starting out. I think that's an awesome yeah. tip. And so when you walk into a room, when you have, when you've got, when you get that audition, know who your audience is. Yeah. So there's nothing I love more than when an actor comes in to read for me and they'll say, I loved conception. Right. I saw conception and I, yeah. and I know that's one of, you know, that's a small, a little tiny movie I made, but the fact that they cared the enough time. and, and yeah. took the time and said something that to me makes me really want them to do a great job Yeah, because that's Aww. the kind of actor that I would love to work with. Right. Yeah. 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 And it's, you know, you do your work. That's the other thing is yeah. you are, you yeah. know, doing all the research that you need to do. So that is what an actor should be doing too is, yeah. is knowing who they're coming in for and yeah. showing up prepared. Yeah. That's Let's, part of the preparation. I agree. Um, I would love to talk about auditions yeah. a little bit and, uh, just kind of what you like, what stands out to you that, you know, so that's a good, that's a good start, you know, actors who come in and know who they're auditioning for, know what the project is. What are other things that you like that actors do or don't like that actor? I mean, you you can tell us the negatives too. All right. I I preface all of this to say that auditioning is one of the more difficult things on everyone involved. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, It is, it is awkward and (laughs) frustrating because everybody wants the best for everybody. I mean, honestly, when I'm one of my problems when I am on the other side of the table from the actor is I'll get notes back from agents saying, "Oh, so you're hiring my my guy, I hear." Because I'm very, very, I'm trying to give as much positive Aww, reinforcement as possible. So Every single person that leaves it. thinking they got the part, because I'm just like, that was fantastic, <laughs> great. Because I know how hard it is, yeah. and, and I know how how you've stayed up, uh, you know, all night trying to yeah. learn the the lines and trying to figure out what I might want. Um, so throw that out there first. I'm looking for, just like the headshots, I'm looking for someone that has a natural feel to them. I'm looking for someone, and this is, you cannot control it at all. I'm, I'm looking for the, what the, the voice that had been in my head for the past six months working on this thing. Yeah. Um, I love actors that exude confidence. Mm-hmm. I think that's a really, really important part mm-hmm. of it my heart bleeds every single time I see that paper shaking and it's going to happen. It's going to happen to all of you. It does. It's, it's, and, yeah. and the paper is just shaking horrifically <laughs> and everybody's eyes are on the paper and everyone's thinking, you're thinking about the paper. I'm thinking about the paper. It's her. Uh, it's, 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 the worst. it's actually one of the reasons why maybe to memorize your lines yeah. and put the paper down by your feet. So yeah. it's not shaking horrifically. Yeah. That might help a little bit. Yeah. Um, that's a good, you have real, <laughs> as an actor, 
<laughs> all you can do is just try to go in there and try to do something that might be unique and different without going crazy. Like yeah. you don't want to dress if if you're making a, a you know a uh, a pirate movie, don't go in dressed as the pirate. <laughs> just don't do it. Just don't because it's never going to end. Yeah, well. it's not good. That said, don't go in dressed like a cheerleader. Exactly. <laughs> right? Yes. Yes. One hundred percent. And just know it's not your fault if you don't get it. It mm. really is not your fault. And I don't know about other directors. I want you to succeed. Like yeah. there's nothing I I there's nothing I would like more than to have a really difficult time casting this film because I have so many Aww. great performances there. And know that we're as unco- uncomfortable as you are. Yeah. I mean, that's that's that that's that's an important thing. I, I think some directors and producers get off on making an actor feel small, and I yeah. think that's a shitty way to be. Yeah. Yes. Um, but know that if you're in with the kind of producer or director that you want to be in business with, they want you to succeed. Mm-hmm. We've, I mean, we've heard that now so many times, yeah. and it's really. Yeah. It's really helpful and yeah. really... It's always good to hear again, It's really too. good to hear again, yeah. yeah. But it is, you know, I do think what you're saying is is true as well. You know, the people you want to be working with are the people that make you feel good. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to be working with anybody that makes you feel bad. That would yeah. be awful. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And yeah. it's, I think that's important to remember in a place like L.A. because you do meet a ton of people and it can feel a little bit like, oh, did I miss this opportunity or is this opportunity gone? Because... No. You know, it didn't. Yeah. It's 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 never gone, and you're gonna wind up. I mean, I've uh, you know, like for something like Conception that we made, oh. um, Jen was in my film so Conception. Good. She, oh, she was so good, incredible. Oh, she like was seriously, just incredible. Thank um, you. But for me, one of the reasons why I loved it so much, aside from it just being little snippets from my life with my wife, like every single character was basically. Uh, it was different versions, different conversations I had had with Lila yeah. over the course of the years. Um, I was wondering but about I got that. a chance That's to so work cool. with actors that I knew really well and get an opportunity to to to, to work in a way that I probably wouldn't have. Um, it was so fun. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. That you wouldn't so have fun. because you knew them so well. Um, no, because, because you know, like I'm not. When am I going to get a chance to work with someone like Connie? Right. Right. Connie Britton who I think is one of the most fabulous actresses in the world. I mean, Friday Night Lights was must-see TV, and I felt like that character, she she played that character in a way that no one in the no, no one in the world could have done a better job with that role. So true. Yeah. And to be able to find Amazing. something where, you know, I'm the chances of me working with her like on a regular basis is slim, but to say to her, "Hey, I need you for one day. Can you come in for one yeah. day?" And she and, and you know and yes and and it was and a how, it was a great God, time was she yeah good in that yeah she too. was she was amazing too oh, I mean, yeah that, everybody I mean it was that just whole movie front was to the back it was great yeah, yeah. it was so great I, I love the snip I just love the little slices of everybody's yeah, yeah. life and the yeah Do thank you, you for saying I'd that. love to ask you Josh yeah. if you know a lot of directors talk about being comfortable with collaborating yeah and sometimes I wonder do they really want to collaborate or do they really want to just kind of show up and and have their stuff done the way they've envisioned it which both both answers are fine how do you feel when an actor has different ideas from you about how a scene should be shot and if you feel fine about it or cool about it how do you like them to approach you with that I love the collaborative process of filmmaking 
it's one of the things I hate that you'll never see on one of my movies is a film by Josh Stolberg. I, <laughs> I think that's ridiculous. Um, a Josh and Stolberg I, film. Yeah. And, and I feel like that's, I want people to bring me ideas that are better than, than what I could think of because at the end of the day, I get kind of credit for it, which mm-hmm. is, right. is it, right. even without that title on yeah, it. Yeah. Um, so as you know, I have a lot of writing partners that I work with and I love that. I love working with actors. That's my favorite part of the entire process is working with an actor, but there's nothing better than writing something. For instance, we had, you'll probably wind up cutting this, Jen, because I'm about to talk about <laughs> an intimate scene with you, but I had written in, in, in conception there was a there was a there was a a scene in conception mm-hmm. where Jen's character, uh, I think it's a very funny scene, uh-huh. but she, but but she doesn't want to have sex with her husband and suggests that he jerk off, and uh-huh. in order to do that, um, she lifts up her shirt and reveals her boobs to 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 to, to do it. And, That's true. And when Jen and Alan Tudyk, who's just an incredible actor too, that she yes. acted with, oh, yeah. He's awesome. um, when they were going through it and kind of playing around with it, they felt that it was a little weird that she would just lift up her shirt fully like that. And they came to me and they said they they had a problem with and Jen might have had a problem with that because I think it was was that the first time you had ever yes. done nudity in a film. Um, and, uh, this is getting racy. Yeah. And, really uh, exciting. I'm sorry, you're going you're to cut all of this out. You're like, holy crap. I didn't see that coming. But, but, but I'm answering your question. Yeah, is yeah. that, is that, is that, is that you guys came to me and said, this is not working the way it is. And we eventually landed on uh, an amazing moment in the film where she kind of shows it, but like halfway <laughs> yeah. and it's very unsexual. Yeah. Um, very unsexy. Very unsexy. <laughs> and it just worked so well in the movie. And the reason, one of the reasons it worked so well in the movie is because it felt very real. Yeah. Um, and it did not feel exploitational at all. Yeah. And not only that, but Alan's reaction to it, where where he where 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 Jen's character says, Oh, you find this sexy in a kind of like a, oh God, this is the worst thing ever. <laughs> and when he smiles, says, Yeah, I actually do. <laughs> you get a huge glimpse into their life yeah. in a way that it wouldn't have been that way, the way that to I had like, first written it. Here it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's a perfect example of actors coming to you, and it could have been uncomfortable. It could have been me saying, oh, no, we need the nudity for, right. for an R rating, and that's... Uh, I, I, I'm going to take credit for it now. Yeah. But I saw, oh, this could actually work. And no, then when it, take, when, when it... When it became one of my favorite scenes in the film, your entire relationship there, it was uh, yeah. So I the collaborative process. I think there's nothing more important in film. Yeah, it's funny that you say that because I do remember that scene, and I do remember thinking like that's exactly what would happen in that situation <laughs> where you just had yeah. a baby and yeah. you're so tired and you're like, oh really? Yeah, yeah. this is not <laughs> this sexy. is not what Stop. I want to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it, it, right. So it's funny to hear that that actually came about in that way because yeah. I. That vividly, actually, when I saw that part, I was like, "Oh yeah, that would totally happen." Like that. <laughs> exactly how that would happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not that I want to go out talking about my boobs. <laughs> I, but, um, I'd like to boob-a. talk about. We are my boob. Yeah, right. Half right, of a boob. Right. Very exciting Her to nipple. see half of a boob. Um, but we've 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 hit our limit, and I feel like 
there, I, I, I feel like I write in this moment want to ask you to do another podcast in a few months, Josh, because there's like 20 more things that we yeah. want to ask you. <laughs> um, yeah. This has been really incredible. It's been great. It's been um, great. I love, and I love what you guys are doing. Thank I think you. it's, uh, it's a really important. That the first move to Los Angeles and those first couple of years of adapting to to the city, yeah. um, I wish I had had that kind of a you know wow. a touchstone to. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for saying Thank that. You. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and thanks for being here. And yeah. do we want to end with with our LAism? Yeah. We need to know what your LAism is. So we always is. ask what's if <laughs> if you have an LAism, which is like something that uh, is we call it an LAism. Did we make that up? I think we kind of made that up. Probably. Um, <laughs> something Probably that's uh, unique to LA. You know that 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 um, yeah. you've noticed. Sure. W- when you hear the phrase. I'm heading into the valley. Mm. That basically means that the person's about to hang up on you. <laughs> so, or I'm, I'm heading into a garage is more universal, but specific to Los Angeles. Yeah. I'm heading into the valley because yeah. when you're crossing over from from one side of the valley to the other side of the valley, right. you lose all connection. Right. But it's a great way of hanging up on. Somebody. Yeah. If you don't want to talk to somebody anymore, yeah. you. Yeah. That's yeah. true. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm. You've gonna, done that. Yeah. I've done it. Yeah, I've done it. I I've never done yeah. it to you, Josh, I but I've done sure. it. <laughs> you could just say I'm heading. I, I'm. I, I'm about to head through the valley, and then anytime in the next thirty seconds, yep. just hit end. Right. You don't even have to say goodbye. <laughs> just end. Oh, I, it was cut off. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't yeah. know. I was heading into the valley. Yeah, <laughs> Josh. Thank you so much. Thank yes. you guys so oh much. Thank God. you so much. Thanks. Thanks for joining us on Speak LA the podcast. Be sure to join us next week. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs>